the author of the Thessalonican letter, the letter from which Steve and Carrie read, thank you so much, encourages the faithful, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the traditions that you were taught by us. Traditions. We are entering the season of traditions, aren't we? Thanksgiving, Advent, Christmas, Hanukkah, Bodhi Day, Kwanzaa, Watch Night, and so many other holidays that come up in November and December. And most of us, depending upon our families, have various traditions that we observe over the holidays. <clears throat> Specifically, let's talk about Thanksgiving. Many families have unique Thanksgiving traditions that they strive to adhere to year after year. I'm kind of curious, does your family have anything that they do every Thanksgiving that is kind of unique to your family? Anybody? Any specific traditions that are unique to your family? I'll ask again in a minute. I'll give you this example. In my family, one of the traditions at Thanksgiving is noodles. Over the years in my house, we have had turkeys for Thanksgiving. We've had tofurkeys for Thanksgiving. We've had vegan Thanksgivings, but we have always had noodles. I didn't realize that not everybody has noodles at Thanksgiving until I was an adult, and people looked at me very strangely when I said that noodles was my favorite part of Thanksgiving. But on our Thanksgiving table, there will always be a big old bowl of butter noodles, a glob of mashed potatoes in the middle of the plate, smothered with noodles and topped off with corn, makes the sweetest centerpiece on your Thanksgiving plate. What about you? Any unique traditions? Say it. Ah, oh, come on. Dressing. What's unique about it? Okay, so a special recipe from your grandmother. Great. Somebody else? Yeah, Joy. Macaroni and cheese. That's a little odd. Okay, what a great tradition. Every Thanksgiving. Okay, and when you have visitors for Thanksgiving, do they look at it and say, okay, great. Rick. Okay. So you are an innovator. All right. Yeah, Jay, speak up so I can hear you. You make fresh cranberry sauce. Very cool. Somebody else. Yeah, Dottie. It's so good to see you, by the way. Right. Just cranberries in a can. Okay. All right. Somebody else. Yeah. Cindy. Cauliflower and cream cheese together? Okay. All right. See, I just can't imagine cauliflower with anything. But Cauliflower and cheese. Cheese sauce. Got it. Now I get it. 
All right, somebody else. Yeah. Say it again. Swedish rice pudding. Okay, that sounds like a great tradition. Yeah. Yeah, Fran. Rice and gravy. Okay, good. Yeah, Betty. Okay, okay. So you have that connection from the past with the recipe. Very, very good. Thank you all for that input. You know, in church life, traditions are really important to us. They keep us grounded. They help us remember. They help us practice who we are. Now, there are, of course, there are some traditions that are just silly and out of touch. And it is important not to do something just because we always do it that way. There must be value and meaning for a tradition to be helpful. And at Second Baptist Church, we have a handful, rather large handful of traditions which are important to us. Ideals and practices that have been around for a long time, some since the very beginning, that help define who we are. We have a long tradition of freedom and openness in our congregation. Embracing the historic Baptist doctrines of soul liberty and priesthood of the believer, we have always encouraged folks to think for themselves, to ask hard questions, to challenge pastors and teachers' points of view, to strive to understand. We also have this great tradition of diversity and multiculturalism within our church. Though we trace our beginnings back to 1833, we were actually a part of the very first Baptist congregation in St. Louis in 1818. The congregation was unique in that it was made up of folks of European descent and free Africans and slaves. Diversity was imperative to the original vision of John Mason Peck. Prominent in that first congregation were Mary and John Barry Meacham. John was a pastor. Mary was an essential part of the Underground Railroad uh, in St. Louis, helping slaves cross the Missouri into Illinois via the Mississippi River. Mary is memorialized in the Mary Meacham Freedom Crossing down at the river. Has anybody been there? You need to make a trip because it is such a cool, cool spot. It's right down on the river. The original congregation, which is multi-ethnic membership, has set a pattern for the church throughout its history. Another of our traditions is a profound respect and love for Scripture. Perhaps you have heard the old saying, (laughs) the Bible says it, I believe it, that settles it. I think I had a button with that saying printed on it, pinned to my backpack when I was a junior in high school. I wasn't one of the cool kids. While this saying may be popular among many church folks, it doesn't reflect what we mean when we say we have a profound respect for Scripture. 
We respect scripture enough to refuse to turn it into a simple answer book that supplies benign answers to the big questions. We see in scripture the need to struggle and to work and to strive. At Second Baptist Church, we might say the Bible says this or that, and we have interpreted it thusly. And perhaps we have interpreted it correctly and perhaps incorrectly. And so the best thing we can do is to listen and learn as we interact with others as they share what they believe about this or that. Or we might say that the Bible says this thing, but it's really hard for us to understand it without fully understanding its context, its history, its linguistic elements. Therefore, to be a good student of Scripture means that we are always learning and striving and never settling. And as we learn, some of our interpretations of Scripture just might change. And we consider that to be a good thing, a sign of spiritual growth. Or we might say that the Bible says this or that, but we understand Scripture from a Christ-centric point of view, and therefore we interpret the Scripture based on who Jesus is and what Jesus taught. Therefore, to understand the Scripture is to understand it in the context of Jesus' love and grace. Still another of our great traditions is that we have always cared about our community. From the very beginning, Second Baptist Church has been a leader in community ministry, from establishing orphanages in the early days to working for justice for the under-resourced and establishing churches in our expanding community. Out in the narthex, there is a framed document listing 19 churches founded by Second Baptist Church. Yet another of our great traditions is our desire to cooperate with other churches and to work with other religious groups and community organizations. In fact, our close and unique relationship with a Jewish synagogue led to us being kicked out of the state denominational organization at one point. That was one of two kickouts. We choose to believe that we should celebrate truth and beauty wherever they are found. And so we stand with all those who seek truth, justice, and mercy through the practice of kindness and love. And we realize that we have so much to learn from others who have traveled a different path than us. Now, all these traditions settle under the umbrella of the greatest tradition of our church, and that is the tradition of love. We say it all the time. One of this church's greatest assets is its heart. Love for God, love for each other, love for our creation, love for our neighbor, love for the stranger, love for the hurting and the left behind. Sixty years ago, it's hard to believe it's that long ago, but 60 years ago, Pastor Leon Robinson wrote a piece, a document, intended to give voice to the traditions that define our church. Quote, The Second Baptist Church stands for freedom of the individual in all matters of faith and practice of religion. Such a belief and such a spirit is a challenge to live all one, with all one's powers and creativeness in fulfilling God's purpose. Tradition is worthless 
if it does not give strength and vision for the present and hope for the future. The tradition of freedom in this church is truly a spirit which has been passed on to our generation. It is the very atmosphere of our church, the refreshing air we breathe. Belief in freedom means that we believe in one another. It means we place the highest value in people and the individuality of people. It means that we believe that life's highest experience is the experience of a person with God through Jesus Christ. And that no person shall be limited or thwarted in this experience, but encouraged and strengthened. In this church, therefore, it is not agreement that we seek, but truth, vision, and friendship in order to build the bonds of unity for the service of God. Freedom to believe does not mean that we are without belief or believe in less, but rather it is a challenge to believe more and with fervor to search out the infinite possibilities for the enrichment of our faith. With our heritage, which has given us beautiful buildings and fine facilities, there has been a constant temptation to place our hope in things and numbers. We are too often dependent on attendance records and financial reports. But basically, our hope is not in numbers or in things, but rather in the quality of life expressed through individuals and groups working with thoroughness in the achievement of the purposes of Christ. The pioneering spirit has led us to reach out continually into new areas and anticipate and meet the needs of people. But variety and novelty are never our aim, and our goals must never be dimmed with a multitude of activities. Our goals are a deepening of our individual devotion to God, a development of closer friendship between all our members, the extension of the ways of cooperation with other religious groups, and the building of a greater awareness of human need at home and throughout the world. All this with the fervent hope that God will use us for God's purposes through Second Baptist Church. End of quote. So then, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the traditions that you were taught. Amen.